Hello and welcome. You're listening to Arizona's News Roundup, the weekly podcast that gets you all caught up on the biggest stories in the state on your time from a Valley point of view. I'm your host, Taylor Kinnerup, Managing Editor here at KTAR News. Behind the board is editor and producer Kate Orda. We're two Valley natives breaking down Arizona's top stories this week. We also look ahead at what's to come to make sure you know what to keep an eye out on until our next episode. For this week, the week of Monday, July 10th, we'll tell you all about our potentially historic heat wave. But first, we're breaking down this week's two-day trial in the case of Freddie Brown versus the city of Phoenix. If you're unfamiliar with this case, it's also known as the lawsuit against the city of Phoenix regarding how it's handled the large homeless encampment downtown known as The Zone. We've talked a lot about The Zone on this podcast on topics ranging from its impact on businesses, the people living within it, how we got here, and the ways the city is looking to address it. So if you have any questions about that, head to the podcast center at ktar.com for more episodes. This week, we're purely talking about the trial. But before we get there, let's talk about the lawsuit that started it all. On August 10th, downtown business owner Freddie Brown Jr. filed an initial lawsuit against the city of Phoenix. The lawsuit argues that the city's policies created a public nuisance by concentrating a growing homeless population in the area known as the zone and failed to take steps needed to maintain it. Throughout the process, business owners and residents who signed on to the lawsuit expressed they weren't in this for a money grab. They want real solutions, and they want to see the city clean up the zone. After months in court, an Arizona judge ruled in March that the city would need to find a solution to disband the zone. And it was at that point that the city began rolling out its plans for what they called enhanced engagements, which is where they go block by block and let zone residents know that they can no longer stay in the area and offer them services. The city has made it clear that they will not kick anyone out of the zone without first offering them services, which requires that those services be made available, which is not always a timely option, which poses a problem. Why? Because in the March ruling, an Arizona judge called for the city to show significant progress in disbanding the zone by July 10th. Since enhanced engagements began in May, four have been completed, with about 100 people being served and about 80% of them accepting services. But there are still hundreds more people to go. And that brings us to this week, the trial. On Monday, the judge heard from the man who started it all, Freddie Brown Jr. And in court, he explained that to him, the engagements haven't helped the problem. They've made it worse. This is the last cleanup since the last enhanced engagement. We've had people move into that side, and it is a struggle for us to uh, maneuver around them safely when we're loading and unloading trucks. Basically, he says the city is kicking the can down the road. However, Brown did admit that those moving down the road are moving into areas that have not been cleaned up by the city, meaning the areas that have been cleared out aren't necessarily going back to the way they were. However, Brown insisted that he feels that without this lawsuit, the city would have continued to let the zone grow. you have any faith in the uh, city's claim that it's going to take care of this problem without a court order? No. And during the trial, director of the city of Phoenix's Office of Homeless Solutions, Rachel Milne, explained that while the city has a plan to address the zone, there are still limited resources that they have to work around. There are just far too many people in the area for our homeless service system to, to handle at once. On day two of the hearing, the city heard from more business owners, like Stephen Tully. city foolishly stopped enforcing its laws and permitted the tents to go up. And this caused the problem to grow, tent after tent after tent. And from city attorneys like Justin Pierce, who argued that true progress takes time. It is essential that it be a holistic approach so that it can be a solution to the problem and not just a band-aid. 
The trial ended a day earlier than expected, with the Superior Court judge stating his ruling would take about a month. And as we said on last week's episode, this ruling could lead to another possible trial to seek damages against the city and a more definite answer to when the city will finally have to clear out the zone. Might as well be walking on the sun. That's pretty much how you can describe living in the Valley of the Sun for the past two weeks. Kate and I love to brag about being from the Valley of the Sun, but even we're starting to drag in what's looking like it could possibly become a historic heat wave. Even a dry heat can't save us with temperatures sizzling past 110 degrees. That's right, the Valley has hit 110 degrees or higher each day for the last 13 consecutive days. Now, that's as of recording this podcast. But, to quote Jim Cross, It's practically a lock that Thursday will soar past that milestone and that it will continue through the weekend, with Sunday expected to hit a whopping 120 degrees. That's just two degrees shy of Phoenix's all-time record. And the streak of most consecutive days at 110 or higher could be shattered as well. Like I said before, we're already staring down the barrel at day 14, depending on when you listen to this episode, and the all-time record is 18 days. And if that heat is starting to burn out your patience, you're not alone. Maricopa County Sheriff Paul Penzone told Arizona's Morning News his jails tend to see a little more activity in the summer as a result of the heat starting to get to people. Try to be patient, make good decisions, recognize that the heat will break you. I don't care how tough you may think you are, how much you think you can handle it, it will break you. He added that when heat waves strike, it also shifts his department's focus from public safety to public health, as many of their calls become heat-related. But despite all that heat, Arizona's drought is in one of the best spots it's been in years. Less than 1% of the state is currently in drought, with 0% of the state in extreme drought. A year ago, 26% of the state was at that level, according to the U.S. Drought Monitor. Another tip of the hat to Jim Cross for keeping up with that. But this comes as we're still awaiting our first monsoon rainfall of the season, which looks like we could be waiting at least a little while longer for. And with all that being said, please remember... Drink water, stay inside, and please be kind. No one is happy in this heat, and there's no use in making anyone's day any harder than it has to be. So that's it. You're all cut up for this week, the week of Monday, July 10th. But what's ahead? Here are a few things to keep an eye out on until we meet again. Next week will be the fifth zone cleanup for the city of Phoenix. Plus, the National Weather Service's excessive heat warning was extended into early next week. And the city of Phoenix's mayor, Mayor Kate Gallego, is calling on FEMA to declare extreme heat an emergency that could potentially trigger funding, supplies, and personnel to help combat it. Remember, you can read more on all the week's top stories and get breaking news in real time on KTAR.com. You can also listen live on 92.3 FM or to take KTAR everywhere you go, just download the KTAR news app for articles, podcasts, and of course, breaking news. A big thanks for listening from your very own Valley Girls, Taylor and Kate. This is KTAR's Arizona's News Roundup. Until next week.